All right. So uh, today's episode, part two of Sleep Paralysis. Yes. And we're going to actually have our first guest on the show. I am excited. Longtime friend. Known him for a decade now. I feel like that's some kind of badge of honor in a friendship. It you know? is. You get yeah, 10 yeah. years down. Or it means you're getting old. <laughs> Nah. Uh, well, I was 19 when I met him, so I was kind of a baby. Hmm. Uh, I was not 19. <laughs> no, but he had a baby, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, it was almost 19. Yeah, but no, a uh, longtime friend, and uh, he's the first person when sleep paralysis comes to my mind that I think of, just because I've never heard any of his actual stories, but what I've heard is quite terrifying to experience, and I know that much because his lovely wife amanda loves to threaten at times <laughs> she won't sleep or wake him up next time he has an episode so terrifying uh yeah scary thing to happen but will we're glad to have you on thank yeah, you seriously man yeah the freaky dicky kick your feet up fire up your finest cigar pour yourself a drink open your mind and enjoy the show so um how old were you when you first had your first incident um i was probably 19 okay so you could remember so. if it happened like when you went in the military no, no, no. It started way before that. Um, I don't know, 19, 17, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. And can you remember, like, what happened your first time? Like, Well, not necessarily the first time, but there's two different types of, like, um, sleep paralysis that kind of I would go through. It would be, like, I would just be paralyzed and couldn't move. I'd wake up. I'd I know where I'm at. I, I just can't move, you know? And then... There's a time where you like wake up, you're not really with it, and you start hallucinating. Yeah. You're like thinking things are coming to get you and things are on you or you can't breathe or stuff like that. So Yeah, that's that's pretty terrifying. Yeah, the second one definitely sounds yeah. uh I mean either one sounds terrifying, not being able to move, but yeah, second one. And which one do you have one that you have more often or is it ever a um, pattern you notice when those differences? After a while it would just be well, I'm, I'm having another episode. Here I am. Like, yeah. got to get a man to wake me up, start humming or do whatever I can do to <laughs> wiggle my toe, like in the movies, you know, or do something. Yeah. I think like a lot of it at first, too, like we used to um, dabble in the not so licit substances and stuff. So some of that could have had an effect on, an effect on yeah. like that. I mean, I don't have any episodes anymore. So, oh, really? Like, it what was happen. the last one? Oh, man, when I was in the Air Force, so five, six years ago. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I'd go to the doctor before. I remember the first time when I was a teenager and I went and the doc just laughed and he was like, oh, that happens to everybody. Everybody has sleep paralysis. Really? And I'm thinking, dude, no, you don't understand. Like, this is (laughs) like every night, every morning, all night. Like, so I never really got medication or anything. I don't, I don't know that they make medication for sleep paralysis. I think they might start now. Like there might be something they're using now because it's a little more talked about than it used to be. Yeah. I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. No. I think it's like narcolepsy types of drugs. Yeah. Really? Huh. That's interesting. Well, it's something just to note off the bat. Like, yeah, you, uh, might've had those when you were using different, like illicit, you know, drugs and stuff when Mm. you were younger, 
But when you had them in the Air Force, obviously you weren't. Yeah. You know, exactly. you're active duty military, you're getting uh, popped for no, I was, everything. I was very so, clean for yeah, that like, amount of like time. Like I was telling them, I said, I knew when we were all hanging out that this happened and, you know, what we were just drinking alcohol. So, you know, maybe you were on your ass drunk, but, you know, it yeah. wasn't anything else playing that. So wasn't always drugs as a factor and you still had them so interesting like when you're going through it or is it like a fight like a rational part of your thinking as you're going through it where you're trying to keep yourself calm but there's just so much much weird stuff going on that it's like hard to stay calm as you're going the worst the worst part is is when i start like hallucinating or i I don't know what you call it hallucinating whatever it's always like this feeling that somebody's breaking into my house Mm. and it's like i can hear them I can sense them. I can feel them. And they're right there, just like right outside the door. And I know I can't move and I can't do anything. It's just like a helpless feeling. Like at that point, I'm not really rational. You know, it's just I got to wake up. I got to get my gun. I got to do something. I got to, you know, somebody's here. Whenever I don't go through those like hallucinations or whatever, it it is a lot of just trying to talk myself down. Like, I think I can't breathe. And I'm like, no, you can breathe. You can breathe. You're doing, you know. Wiggle your foot, see if you can wake up doing that. Try wiggling your feet. Nope. Start seeing if you can make a noise. So a lot of times I'll just start humming, making this weird, what I'm sure is a hilarious sound <laughs> to watch somebody in a dead sleep that you think is in a dead sleep. And a man that would just wake up and start shaking me. And I come to. Uh, and that always works. That always falls oh, yeah. out of it. I was going to say, I know like some people when they were constantly having reoccurring episodes, they said like putting a TV or like white noise help that like have you ever noticed anything like that you know i i always sleep with white noise so okay i've always had to have some kind of fan or something some kind of noise going so that's never really yeah i'm the same way i have a fan going every night yeah Uh, i listen to thunderstorms yeah that's me (laughs) i like just natural sounds i feel like i'm missing something no because i hear a creak Uh, in the floor and i'm like what's that overanalyzing so i need like something to drain out because like i'll think the kids are up or something and always I'm like, what if that's a monster walking down the hall? I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then I just like start daydreaming. You're the only person I've ever met that is like a monster down the hall. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, mm. and most people are like monster down the hall. How do I get the fuck out of here as quickly <laughs> as possible? You're just like, no, let me document this. Classic. Sorry, I'm weird. <laughs> you know, like going back to like when you hallucinate, it seems like that's when you're going to get to the point where you like you can't. No matter how you try to control what's going on by being rational about it. Once you start hallucinating, you oh, can't yeah. trust anything at that point. No. So I can see how you're going to go straight to something that's really fearful or, you know, you're, you feel helpless in too. Yeah. And that's the only way, like at that point you're done with rational stuff because you can't trust the reality you're in anymore. Even if you know you're in that space, Yeah. it feels like you, you would, you're kind of lost in whatever's coming next. Yep. I mean, if it's all tactile and physical too, like if you feel like feel it or hear it or sense it, like that's not stuff that you can easily ignore and just be like, oh, no, whatever. Yeah. I remember it. I don't know that it was the first time. But it was one of the very first times that it did happen to me. We were sleeping at in our old house in Alabama. Dude, I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm laying flat on my back and cannot move. And I'm just like, something's wrong. And I couldn't move and couldn't move and couldn't move. And finally, when I come to, I was like, Amanda, I, I explained it. You know, I was, felt like I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. But you were laying there. You wouldn't do nothing. She's yeah. like, okay. And I rolled back over <laughs> and went to sleep. And I'm like, man. So then I just, serious. just went on about it. <laughs> and it started happening again and again and again after that. So Was it a, a pretty like stressful time in your life? 
when it when it first started i'd say probably yeah when we was in our teens it was a really stressful yeah time, so teens early 20s so yeah 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 well, so that's around the time you went in the military and stuff and yeah right before that right when we had a lease yeah you know, so I mean, you're we new 19, parents you're young yeah. and you know making a giant life choice like joining the military and that kind of stuff so that's where i've always wondered too like stress play and night or oh i think for sure i don't know you know one of the reasons now i I think that I don't is because I take antidepressants. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably has something to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but they give me these meds to sleep too, and it pretty much rocks me out. You know? yeah. yeah. So I don't have any trouble sleeping, but stress definitely, I think, is like the key factor to it. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that's that's one of the common, I guess, explanations, right? That's one of the, from like a natural side, that's one of the for sure spoken about like the first thing is like are you stressed out or are you yeah um, like any major life changes and stuff like that like maybe it kickstarts your your mind well it changes your brain chemistry yeah any kind of stress will like an overload yeah or something. yeah you know the wiring's a little different or things don't get the messages don't get through quite the same way and it yeah. can change how you perceive the world you know or or what you're able to perceive possibly depending on what your brain's doing yeah. yeah, they say a lot of people with OCD end up having sleep paralysis, and I don't think Will's like one of those extremists, but no. he's definitely, you do get particular about some of your stuff, like, you know, I feel like you do keep a clean house ever since I've known you, like, uh, you know, doing things normal life. And that, kinda, that could be military too, though, right? Yeah, yeah part of the military maybe, in there, but yeah. maybe some people with OCD, it's a common trait to have sleep paralysis. Maybe it's stress, like yeah. the stress playing in, I don't know. I feel like people with OCD would probably have a high level of stress. Just right out yeah. the gate. True. Yeah. yeah. So especially it's like we, we say O C D like it's this negative thing and really it's just routine. Oh yeah. yeah. And a lot of people do well with very with their routines. I'm yeah, a very true. routine person. Same. Yeah. And my sister has been diagnosed with O C D and she's very much just like I have to like plan my time out and if I don't like I get stressed out easily when like my plans just change around a lot. And that's just part of me like being meticulous down to keeping a routine. You know, I know some people that have used OCD to to their advantage, and you know the guy we hunt with, he's about OCD as I've ever met. Yeah. And um, man, he was like one of the heads for one of this construction, like largest construction companies up here, and you know does real well. Has a couple places on the Kenai, and you know we go moose hunting every year. So it was like sometimes it works out. It does. I mean, he does. <laughs> it he advantage. does pretty good. And, and deals with it every day and i don't think he i know he's never been diagnosed or not the type that would ever go to the doctor for something like yeah. that you know older guy but um just always 100 100 miles an hour you know fast as you can go that'd be exhausting yeah it's exhausting to watch him yeah, <laughs> yeah i could never be like that i'm, I'm yeah. too too much the other way oh yeah it's like my sister so a lot of people with sleep paralysis that do see things, they kind of have a recurring, like the hat man, shadow person. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, have you ever had anything like that that stands out that you repeatedly saw? You know, I never really saw anything. Just that, more that, of that, that paralyzing in bed and the, that fear of kind uh, of people coming yeah, in? Yeah, it's just a, it's a different, it's like a sense. Like you can just sense that they're there. Yeah. And you know they're there. You can hear them coming in. It's just, it's weird. Like making their way to your room. Oh, yeah. Just the yeah, whole way. Uh, no. And not being able to move. <laughs> and and you can't, yeah. yeah. That's the worst. I mean, I've had dreams like that where you can't, like, you're trying to run away or something and you can't do it. But yeah. imagining that, like, being being paralyzed, no, fuck that. I'm out. It's too much. Yeah, just having a, when I had my son and having an epidural, 
like growing up having a sister as a paraplegic, like I could never understand like the feeling of like dead weight and trying to like move and you can't. And when I had the epidural with my son, it was like terrifying. So I was just like, and like, I felt like I was like, everyone should have this done and they feel how it feels to like be in their shoes. But yeah, it's a weird feeling to not be able to move and like add that to your whole body. It's got to be terrifying. Especially oh. with your brawn, your mind being completely oh, yeah. away. Like there so and then, yeah. And in hyperdrive properly to where everything's coming at you way faster than yep. you normally would. You got adrenaline going probably sometimes. Oh, yeah. I remember I would sleep right on, I would try to fall asleep laying on my side right on the corner of the bed. And I would tell myself, if it happens, I can wake up and just maybe flip off the bed and that wake me up. But even then, I would just lay there looking at the corner of the bed, couldn't move. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Work. Yep. Back to the drawing board. I could not handle that at all. That would just be. And you said it happened often, right? Like, oh, awesome. like when it was happening, it was like. Multiple times a night, Amanda would constantly be shaking me, waking me up. And it happened for, you know, years that it would go on like that. Yeah. So, Like how many nights a week if it did? Five. Sometimes. I never I knew it was, was that frequent for you. Like, I feel really, yeah. yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. I'm sure you were like, you were probably also just stressed because you weren't getting good sleep well, see, with that, you know. One thing that was, it was kind of funny, it kind of, kind of scared me about it. And it only happened once was um, when I was in the Air Force. I was working like shift work, so I'd be there either at night or a day by myself. Yeah. And it, there's nothing to do. It's just, you're just sitting there. So you doze off watching TV or whatever. And uh, I'm like, man, I know for sure I'm going to have one of these episodes mm-hmm. sitting on this couch right here at work. And yeah. somebody's going to walk in and I can't move and I can't get up and they're going to think I'm sleeping. It happened. Like I started having, like, I was sitting on the couch, couldn't move. I went to sleep sitting straight up, basically. And um, I'm like, oh, man, somebody's going to be coming in here. And I finally wiggled my foot enough I could come to you. And I was like, I got to get up and <laughs> walk around. Yeah. Yeah. Is that up here at J-Bear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yep. That, yeah, the couch and that lounge. That would be, that would be, you'd have to strategically plan your when you're going to fall asleep or doze off oh, even yeah. in those situations. Because who knows, if you just doze a little bit. Yep. You're but right. with having that happen so frequent, you probably had it noted in your uh, with the military, right? Or did they um, ever give you official diagnosis? Or? Not with sleep paralysis, no. no. Um, I went and had a sleep study, and they told me I had restless leg syndrome. So, okay. But I didn't have any. At that point, I was, you know, toward the very end of it, and I wasn't really having those episodes anymore. So Yeah, yeah see, I was diagnosed with restless leg when I was younger. I'd wake up, and I just felt like I couldn't sleep because I just wanted to, like, keep moving my legs mm-hmm. so I'd be up all night and it was like so annoying because I felt exhausted but couldn't sleep and then when when we were in the military um I got meds for it but they made me so nauseous I'd wake up sick to my stomach so finally at some point I just said oh, I'm over it done with meds and yeah. I guess I just grew out of it or something because shortly after I had kids I never had it happen since but I never had anything like weird with not being able to move or happen in my sleep so yeah in, in the last episode, we talked about a few kind of weirder, like the people that see actual weird entities and stuff in the middle yeah. of it. And there was a story about a guy who was asleep in the afternoon and something pulled him off the couch and was like dragging him across the floor. And his dog was outside like, and pretty much clawed through almost two inch thick door trying to come in and help. And that's the stuff that kind of like freaks me out about it a little bit. I'm like, there's people that, you know, like in your sense, like you sensed it. And you felt it, you heard it, but you didn't ever actually see it. Yeah. You know, and then there's people that actually see it. And like, in this case, someone gets pulled off the, yeah, like pulled off the couch or something. Like, it's hard for me to put something rational to that. 
Yeah. And so I don't know, like has uh, maybe I'm alone in this thought, but is there a possibility that something outside of the norm, like paranormal or something like that attached itself to you for that period? Or have you ever, or have you always just thought that it was a hundred percent a natural thing? I do. Yeah. Um, my grandmother went through the same thing as me. Really? Um, hers was worse. They would have to actually get up and like massage her and like shake her to get Damn. her to come to. Yeah. But um, she did the same thing and she did it later on in life too. I don't know that she ever had medical. She had a lot of other medical problems. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that she was ever treated for like that. Yeah. But no, I, just I don't feel felt. like it was ever anything spiritual or yeah, yeah, nothing like that. It was... I don't know. Yeah, I just thought that'd be interesting. (laughs) Yeah, some of the guys last episode, that would be interesting to see your take on it. You know, you and your wife both being in healthcare. Yeah. And, uh, you know, experiencing it. If, you know, some people believe it's something paranormal and deeper, you know, something tormenting you or it's just a medical condition. None of us really know. I mean, I could see where it would be very, especially if you saw stuff spiritual, if you were a very spiritual person. I mean, especially you start hallucinating and, seeing things for sure and um that's the thing about it everything is so real like when it's happening like you feel yeah yeah. you feel everything but um you just can't move which is uh, scarier than anything i've ever experienced personally but i'd never actually met anyone like the only other person that i know that experienced sleep paralysis was my brother and it only happened one time and he saw something like for maybe it's just people do you think people probably just don't talk about it like if they experience that type of stuff like they keep it to themselves or they possibly because i don't i I mean i know a lot of people i've met a lot of people and this is you're the second person i've officially met that has experienced something like this or at least openly talked about it yeah yeah but i think i knew will personally like two years before i even opened up and said anything about it and then it was like probably all of us just drinking at their house and then you know amanda would start laughing about it because i guess it's pretty funny (laughs) to see and experience and then we'd all laugh and joke and then like afterwards like we'd all kind of be like man we're kind of effed up friends laughing (laughs) at our friend's misery you know (laughs) but uh that was you know like i said knowing him for a while probably drinking was involved so enough that we all kind of spilled it but it's something i think he ever really openly talked about a ton well, I think it's like almost such a common talking about dream dream life and 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 sleep paralysis now. People, I think, understand it on a, a basic level. Like, I think probably everybody's experienced it to some extent, yeah, once or twice in their life. But other people are able to hit that or go to that place a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's it's almost people don't talk about it because they don't quite understand that they've been through it on some level too, just because, you know, it's just like once in a lifetime waking up, but every, but people that experience it a lot can teach us a lot about it just by where they're at, what they take into maybe their, their experience too. I mean, if you're really fire and brimstone been taught, you're going to hell for every little thing. And then you go into a, you know, sleep paralysis, it's going to have a totally different meaning to you. And there's going to probably be some scary imagery from what you're worried about or what you've been taught all your life. Yeah. Yep. So that could explain some of the scarier monster stories as opposed to some that are just like, oh, this is a, a maybe not a comfortable experience. It's a little scary, but, yeah. you know, it's something that I go through sometimes. But Yeah. Oh, as I, as I progress through it, I guess probably that's when the hallucinating part went away. I don't remember about the last time I did hallucinate, but I remember one of the last times was when we was living in Ohio. So it was maybe a year after I had joined the Air Force. I'm sure stress levels were coming back down by that point. And, yeah, that makes sense. And then I just kind of progressed and got better and didn't didn't have it anymore. I don't know if it's 
you know, it really started happening right when I started taking this medication. It was very quickly afterwards or, you know, sometime around th- that time. So. Did you start taking the meds for the restless leg and all that when you were in the military? I took I took restless leg me- um, medicine when I was in the military, but I had to stop because that actually did make me hallucinate. Like really? When I would start to get sleepy, I'd start seeing, like, talk about shadow monsters. I would see <laughs> shadows coming at me and all kind of weird stuff, and I'd just lay there, like, tweaked out, trying not to go to sleep. <laughs> and um, finally, I told the dog, I was like, I can't take this stuff. This is not helping at all. So I wonder if some of that kind of went away when you got out of the Air Force, probably the stress, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel I mean, like, you know, you and my husband included, guys didn't get too much of a stressful time being in not a lot of deployment and all that but uh just i know the stress of how the military's run was a lot i noticed that go away when michael got out even just the briefings and the constant you know oh yeah the timelines and all this other stuff eprs and doing all that and so oh and then just the lifestyle of everyone and how we all are it kind of went away when he got out civilian life's a lot lot more fun a lot more relaxed (laughs) but you know thank you for your service oh and, uh, I did it for you, Heather. <laughs> did it for the podcast. It's like I knew one day my friend was going to do this weird hobby, and I'm going to come in a garage and talk with her about this stuff. That's right. Yep. So oh, I told I told my kids my back home. I was like, okay. Or Amanda told them, like, your dad's being famous for just a minute. You don't have to just <laughs> cut us a break and y'all be good and stop fighting. And You're going to hear a lot nice. on uh, YouTube, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. All the, all all the, the pod captures, yeah. yeah. Get a blast on Instagram, you know. Everyone's like, Will Smith who? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were like, Will Smith. And I was like, well, he's actually Charles. But yeah. She said, she was like, yeah, Will Smith, my friend Will Smith. I'm like, excuse me, one more time. Fresh Prince coming yeah, in? Yeah. You want to bring him down? Sure. Yeah. By means. <laughs> like, no, this is the Alabama Will Smith. Nice. The Wish version. Of Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the Wish version. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, have you ever had anything in your life that is unexplainable to you that you have put in maybe like a weird light? That's unexplainable to me? Yeah. Saw some stuff when I was at basic training that I'm pretty sure was a UFO. I like that. <laughs> more, more about that please oh. what is Scott's like with the UFOs it was like yeah we were all laying on our like laying down doing like leg kicks or some sh- I don't remember what we were doing warming up or stretching or something I, I remember one person was laying down and then you had like your buddy and they were like helping stretch or whatever and it was a cl- it was cloudy and um man I remember just laying there looking up and all of a sudden two blue orbs that were like spiraling around each other and then make and then still spiraling like around each other and then spiraling together. Yeah. Just right from this cloud, right in the, through the break of the clouds, clear as day. And then back behind some more, and then you could see the blue light off of them shining onto the clouds. And it was just as quiet as could be. I mean, no sound, just went across. And I um, immediately got like a weird feeling in my stomach because I was like, that ain't something that we got. Yeah, that doesn't look familiar. Like the Air Force isn't that. I uh, haven't been in the Air Force, but for like a couple days, but I know that we don't have stuff like that. Space Force already. Didn't see that in the pamphlets. Yeah. No, that is. And was this at uh, At Basic or so in San Antonio? In San Antonio. Okay, Lackland. All right. That was that was uh, the only unexplainable thing that I could really say. I mean, I. They say there's a lot of UFO sightings out here, like in Wasilla and the Valley and stuff. Oh, yeah, I take that back. I, we saw some lights when we stopped at Heather's that night. Remember Heather? 
<laughs> you don't remember that when we was all in Heather, the yard? You saw a UFO you didn't tell us about it? When Tony was in town? Yeah, Tony, Matt. It was when y'all lived right across from... Um, in Eagle River. In Eagle River, yeah. I don't remember. It was like these remember. lights kept lighting up, boop, 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 and then they go away, and then they light I back up. I don't remember this. And then this guy was driving in front of her house in a truck, and he saw it and stopped. And he goes, um, I've lived here a long time. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> and I said, is that the mountains? Because I thought maybe I'd not Like windmills or something long. on the mountains. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And he goes, there ain't no mountains over that way. And we just sit there and watched them. And I called inside and my buddy Matt, he come running out there. And I think he saw the very end of it. But it was just like, that's just like you see on TV. You guys man. are sure I was there. Oh, was my God. House. They abducted oh, Heather. I know. But was I asleep? You know, well, there was a lot I'll of people. crash out early. There was a lot of people there. And we got there late. So... You were probably inside with everybody else, and yeah. I was probably yeah. I, this is like my main prime of party girl phase. Okay, I met Will mm. when I was nineteen what, what years could old. You have been, I like was that. engaged, and we joined the world's greatest air force. So yeah, it was, we uh, it was we had night. a lot of good times. <laughs> and ninety percent of the time, when Will and our friends Matt and Tony, you put that group in a yeah, there was poetry involved. Jello shots, <laughs> yeah. sure. That was our our jam, <laughs> Jello shots. But you didn't see the UFO. I guess, yeah. Or they, but to me, that was not. Or they wiped my memory. They got intriguing or is unexplainable. I mean, that was the first time it just went off in the sky. Whatever that was, I saw that first time was like, man, that was pretty cool. I could have been there, saw it, erased my memory. I know that's why I I should have just went with that and said, oh yeah. I looked right where the Eagle River. Remember right where you used to live, the Citation and Ladue. Like when you were at the Chickaloon House, if you like went straight through Citation, it was right there that corner. Okay. So not far from where you lived. I see. Yeah. That's still. She, she hasn't watched, what, a bunch of good shows, and now she didn't watch the UFO. Yeah. I know. Heather, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this all for? Really? I thought that's Just what they invited me Just to get made fun of every week night. by my friends over here. <laughs> yeah. And Christian hasn't seen Home Alone, so don't come at yeah. me. That's like a rite of passage. Yeah, and I haven't seen Game of Thrones, so we're all just missing out on stuff, you know, apparently. We sometimes ramble on here too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to you about lizards for 30 minutes and it has nothing to do with anything, but it's great conversation. They got me something about a bearded dragon and I just. Oh man. Did you get one? No, not yet. I wouldn't. Mm. How how many chameleons did you and Amanda have? Three. At one time. Oh wow. At one time. Yeah. How'd you find them? We found them at a pet store. <laughs> that works as well, yeah. He's like, drove on down to pet zoo. Yeah. The way I found them was I just come home. <laughs> there, she found them at the pit. Mm. And where are they now? In the backyard. Oh, <laughs> they don't do so well in this cold climate. <laughs> yeah, Alaska is kind of a harsh place for a lizard to live. Yeah, especially when they're in an open cage. Yeah, because Amanda was talking about getting vines going on the walls, letting mm. those things free range. Mm. That would That's different than so a bearded dragon, though. Yeah. Those things are just mean. And they live forever. You can't yeah. kill them. Like, <laughs> you don't have to feed them. No, the guy at the pet store did tell me, if you want to lessen their life, just feed them a bunch of mealworms. I was like, well, thanks. My little brother had one, and they ha- had it for years and years and years. They moved from Alabama to Texas to up here. And finally, whenever they left up here, my dad's like, I'm not taking this thing back to Alabama. He goes, it's old. It stinks most of the time. <laughs> so the cage is always dirty. So we gave it to some people on base. And uh, man, that, he was so happy to drive off from that. He's like, yeah, you can a whole set of big old cage, food, everything you need for it. Yeah, I'll do it. 
see we did it, Scott. We got another tangent about lizards. In I know, episode, that's two in a so. row. If we don't have more listeners by now, I don't know what's going to yeah. bring <laughs> Okay, I honestly don't. I'm out of ideas. Come on, share a show where we talk <laughs> about lizards. Yeah. Reptiles yeah. of all sorts. No, I just I just like freaky shit, man. Like I said, that is interesting. You saw UFOs, though. That is, I'm okay. I had one. My my wife and I used to go to the gym every morning, and then the one morning I didn't go with her, she came home and she was like, "I saw something weird in the sky," and she saw like this bright orange orb just up in the sky, and she said she was going to take a picture of it, but just decided against it. And a lot of people say they have weird feelings after seeing these things. Mm-hmm. Like some people think that. They're actually like you're the only one that's seeing it or like they know that you're watching and they're watching you. Like that's the type of feeling and vibe they get from it. Did And you said you kind of felt something off with the first one, right? Oh, it was just when I saw it, my stomach kind of because I was, oh, man, that's the UFO. I don't want to have to. I, don't, I ain't going to tell nobody about it. Not right now. You <laughs> Especially know, in basic in training. Basic training yeah. Yeah. What do you say? And I didn't want to like at the time be like, look, look and point because you're basic training and you're not supposed to be saying anything <laughs> and like that worst timing I, I was like there's no way somebody didn't else didn't see it because there's like a hundred of us laying here yeah. all looking up i mean you didn't ask anyone afterwards i didn't ask anybody well this is I now take that when back. we get whatever group you were in yeah. you just shout them out you know I, I take that back i didn't i didn't ask anybody but my buddy that was the um the guy that was holding my leg that was facing back from me mm-hmm. um he was my really good friend that would live right next to, or slept right next to me and basic and i told him i was like dude you ever seen any weird stuff and he's like yeah and he believed me he was like i'll oh, do that's he goes that's weird but like yeah. i didn't say anything else to anybody else i didn't want to it's the government test they're like yeah. <laughs> they're like okay release the ufos let's mm-hmm. see if they pay attention if they're really trained for basic yet exactly they're like this group's gonna do well they were able to focus on their training even when there was a ufo <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell nobody they'll make it <laughs> now uh this summer with our friends in the floating humanoids episode, that video that's yeah. tagged on there. I was there at dinner and legit everyone looked up from their plate and was like, "It? do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a person in a jetpack just floating up in the sky. And yeah. we all watched it. Like every table around us on the deck at Settlers Bay. We're like, do you see that? yeah, I see that too. And we were videoing it and then it just went out of focus. And then Brandon, we could all see it, but we couldn't re-get it in the video. And that's where it was like weird. Like all of a sudden we're videoing it. It just like blips out, yeah. goes away. And we could still see it right there. We're trying, but nothing could capture it back in focus. And like I said, there wasn't just like two of us like seeing it. Like It's a whole group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So And like all the other tables on the deck were looking at. So it was the weirdest thing I've seen. Yeah. But it just looked like a person with a jetpack on just like, beamed up out of the trees. So, so what I'm hearing is Heather has seen now two interesting unexplainable things in her life one she can't remember for party reasons yep uh, or or it probed me something you know erase my memory yeah. well we don't need to go down that path just yet <laughs> but do i have a tracker <laughs> in feel around is there a no yeah, you're good. interesting but yeah no i don't remember the first one but i'm glad my friends knew Keep be true to my story. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That yeah. is that is good to know. So you're not yeah. such a newbie into this. You just yeah, had, I've had two raised. alien encounters. Maybe possibly. You're, you're just repressing it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. That's not healthy. I know Wallace was there. He saw it because he come out of your house. Well, Tony listens. So now, Tony, Tony if you're listening, you Tony, might have been if you're there. listening, you probably saw it too. Maybe you were replaced. I know there was a guy. In a, <laughs> I know there was a guy in a truck. If we can. Only if reach out to him. I'm sure he yeah. would come on the show too. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. No, but it was the dude stopped me. He was like, "Yeah, dude, I've lived here for a long time. I ain't seen nothing like that. It's 
He goes, I don't think it's military because it was just they'd come up in a little pattern, uh, these little orange globes, and then they blink out and then they come up over here and then they blink out and then they come back over here. What do you think, Christian? What's that? Uh, UFOs. Yes. He's catching on. We did it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they are, so they must be UFOs, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I think. We can get away with saying UFO thousand and that crazy, though, because it's just an unidentified flying object. It's flying. We don't know what the heck it is, and it's there. We're about, uh, you're we're about the to learn about it. it. Hmm? I said, we're about to learn about all of the government. I know. That's yeah, what I hear. Stuff, right? yeah. Scott was, yeah. that was the first thing Scott told me that day. Yeah. Finally. We said 2021 is going to get weird. Yep. Everyone's like, finally, 2020 is over. We can it release can the better. aliens. We know about them. Is it going to be aliens, civil war, both? Both. Probably. Probably, yeah. yes. I'm down for that. So, is there anything crazy that you believe in? Like, as far as paranormal related, like, do you believe in Bigfoot? No. Really? Okay. I was like, you're, well, you're a big Alaska. hunter, you hunt, right? Yeah, uh-huh. You yeah. said you hunt, too, so. Yeah. Any crazy wood stories? No. Never. Why he just, I want to hear, why do you not believe in Bigfoot? I want to. I just feel like, man, something that big with as many people out there, they're actively looking. Yeah. You would find something. Hit him with your uh, theory, Scott. Yeah. No, I have many, and all of them are increasingly weird. But in Alaska alone, there's a lot of like sightings and stuff like that. Like even Palmer, Wasilla, there's been a few out here, especially during that big earthquake that we had in like 2018. Out in the like the villages and stuff, there's reports of these giant beasts like walking up to high ground. Pretty much, this one guy driving across the road, one ran right across the road, and what he said was like three strides or something like that in the middle of this, just trying to get to high ground, I guess, being smarter than us. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's too many stories out there to, to I don't, I may not know how he stays hidden, but there's something out there, something weird. Well, on like the paranormal side, they say it, because there's so many UFO sightings along with Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. They just need to take a picture, yeah. a good picture. That's where mind speak comes in, man. And that's where it gets weird and it starts going off the rails a bit. But yeah, even your daughter, when she saw that UFO, she yeah, thought she about taking a picture, didn't. but she didn't. If it would have been a Bigfoot, she would have taken a picture because that would have been something interesting. But yeah. otherwise, it's just lights in the sky. I think if it was, if there was Bigfoot, we'd have good pictures or a dead one because there's people hunting for it. Yeah. Or you're so scared that you just can't get to your camera. I don't know. Or that's not the first thought in your mind when you see something is, oh, I need a picture of this. Especially if it's like a 10 foot tall beast. And you're like, perfect photo opportunity. Yeah. Let yeah. me get a selfie. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Like. 20, 30 years ago, but now that's the first thing we would think about is getting a picture. Go We're pros. good with selfies now. There's, We've been practicing. First thing we would do is get Bigfoot in the picture with us. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Broke my phone on Scott's garage floor, so can't selfie no more. Can't go back in time and do the reverse. Yeah. Oh, I'm really bad at it. So. <laughs> that's what the alien. You want a lot of pictures of my forehead or something? <laughs> then nice. I got you, but. The, the replaced tether would say that. Oh, I can't video it now. Yeah. I can't get any of this paranormal stuff because she's one of them. I think Christian's convinced. I purposely damaged my phone just to hide this agenda. Yeah. That's why I got tape on the screen. Unacceptable. Is this what you were expecting when you agreed to show up here? Sitting I, behind a panel? I didn't know what to expect, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never been on a podcast. so He's like, don't answer my friend's texts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we just like the one thing that we kind of like pride ourselves on with this podcast is that 
we all have vastly different views for the most part mm. and different perspectives on things. So I, I like to take re- weird, paranormal, creepy, like spiritual aspects and look at it from that angle. And Christian's a skeptic. And Heather is on the fence with a lot of stuff, like, because she's kind of new to all these topics. If she hears something, like, she kind of decides on the spot. Yeah. You know, I've kind of got her roped into to Bigfoot and some of the, the other weird stuff. But so it, it's good having someone on that brings in another perspective as far as, like, I mean, you've experienced sleep paralysis, you've experienced a couple UFO sightings and stuff like that. But it's good. It's just, I love hearing what people have to say about their experiences. I feel like you get a, a good insight and you can kind of paint a better picture of what these things possibly could be like what these experiences in general and even like just how you feel like when you see ufos and stuff like that like all this stuff is good information like i love hearing all of this yeah well and your wife's had uh more paranormal things and like have you ever you know when she says stuff noticed anything heard noises i mean i've seen a lot of stuff before but most of it was self-induced and it was not like spiritual to me uh i wouldn't think i I don't know i mean we were pretty messed up one night and hadn't been to sleep in a while and um man it sounded like somebody was trying to push our bedroom door open and then it started to look like it and amanda was like do you see that and i was like yeah and um so i put my chair up against it so the chair started feeling like it was creaking and and like somebody was pushing so i pushed the bed up against it and eventually me and amanda just sitting there pushing as hard as we can and it feels like dude the bed is about to come back at us they're pushed so hard whatever trying to get through this door and then um it just stopped and like we didn't talk about it anymore we just kind of <laughs> but you both you both witnessed that like the same way yeah. oh yeah and there was like no no sign of entry in the house um there was no sign of anybody outside around the house there was no footprints out anywhere like it just Stop, and it, it went on for hours. That like we were holding the door, like beside the bed, and holding it against the wall for hours. Like I was tired, just just begging it to please just stop, please just stop. Damn. And was this and before, you like you both like trip out <laughs> experience? And was this before, like having Marcel and Nugget, your dogs? Oh no, this was oh, this was way before the Air Force. This was like. Okay. He was like 19 or 20. Yeah. Okay, so not up here. But no. you, you still think that's like a rational experience for two people to see the same thing and to experience it the same way? Like, have you have you ever thought that maybe like when you're on these, whatever substance it is, that, that you tap into like a different... Like a third no, guy? for sure. For yeah. sure. Like you're more open-minded. No. There has been things happen down there that's unexplainable and other friends not tripping, like just come down there and waiting for us have had experiences in that house like things happen like glasses being knocked over they yeah. heard people in the in house and stuff um so multiple people have seen and heard things yeah actually we we got this one pretty cool picture that i guess you'd, you'd call it paranormal i would but um, um, i absolutely would <laughs> i don't so even know what it is but yes my um my grandfather passed away and my parents after he passed away they moved to texas and um they started renting out our old house which was my grandfather's and grandmother's old house and um they ran it to this guy that was in the army a few months after he'd been renting it there he um emailed my mom and was like hey did your dad wear a cap and like overalls and she was like 
That's a weird question to ask. <laughs> and um, he centered his picture. And um, the guy's got like this little goat or something, and he's riding it like a horse. And, he, and you can tell he's up under my granddaddy's barn, our old barn, walking right through the picture, like right between where the person took the picture and um, where he's at on that horse. It's this blurry picture of this old man that looked just like my grandfather looking down with his cap on. And you can see his feet. Or like stationary, so you can see that he's got diabetic shoes on, like my granddaddy wore. Wow. But as the picture goes up, it gets blurry, like it's moving, or just like it's see-through. Like you can't you can't tell anything else about it. You can just tell he's got a hat on and he's got his hat pulled just like my granddad would keep it pulled right up on sitting right up on top of his head. That was like three years after he died. And um And I see Amanda as he's telling this, like, yeah, I've seen it. You know, this look <laughs> yeah. on her face. I have the picture at home. Yeah, yeah, you really? need to send that in to me. Like Take a picture or yeah. like scan it, something, and I'll put it up. That's because yeah, you'd never hear that. I mean, yeah, you can find pictures and images and videos online, but I feel like half of it's staged, you know. So yeah. I've never had someone come to me and actually have like a real like oh, Alabama oh. seems like it's just one of those old places in the world that just yeah. has all this history. Diff- yeah, yeah, history and different things, and oh yeah, it kind of all meets up in 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 modern times or through life that people i always hear such such uh like the stories from alabama are always really interesting and really like just similar through the ages in a way for so long before anybody even got there and and it's just like everything is kind of bled out into that or out of that area it's like all the different histories that came into that region and then the history before it and it's just like there's so feels like there's just so much going on there but it's, it's stuff like that that, that kind of keeps me from ever just fully hanging on to a rational explanation. Like the fact that these things can be seen and there's there's different things that happen to where it's like my perspective of things isn't that out there considering the, the quote unquote evidence that it is like like it doesn't have to be a natural thing like our brains made it up or something like that. Like we could be tapping into a different dimension. We could be tapping into like a spiritual realm or something like that that we've never experienced. And so we just think, oh, our brain must be doing something crazy. But I think there's I, I don't know. The more I look into all this stuff, the more I just feel like there's more to it. Like there, it can't just be a brain thing or that we're on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's always like, oh, what you been having? Yeah. But I don't know. I think it, it can be a little bit of everything. Yeah. I, I don't think it's one. I think we keep looking for the answer in one way. And it's, I think there's a big combination of things going on that yeah. get us to all these places. There's a lot of different answers. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. And it doesn't necessarily mean one thing's wrong or the other thing's right. Everybody experiences things a little differently. And if we, uh, we could sing peaceful songs if we all got used to that, I guess, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Kumbaya with the skeptics. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, to me, it's, it's fascinating that I'm sitting here talking to someone that has had sleep paralysis, seen a UFO, and apparently seen evidence of ghosts, but you still think it's like a natural thing. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, I guess it makes sense. This is why you guys all got to listen back when we get his wife, Amanda, on. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, please do. Like Christian himself is a skeptic and he saw a demon come out of his bedroom floor when he was a child. <laughs> so it, that's I just, what I interpreted it as. I just, yeah. I just a demon, but it could have just been something else. Yo, look, if I see like a loaf of bread, I'm not going to interpret it as a book. All right. It's, it's, it is what it is. Like if you saw a demon, I mean, pop out the, of the floor ground. opened up and there were flames and there was something in the middle of those flames, hmm. but I might've just imprinted the image of the devil on it. 
it might have just been a, a normal a gaping hole in your floor <laughs> makes just, it normal yeah. but if the devil's in the middle yeah. then that's you're like that, nope yeah. I'm, that's where i draw the line could have been I'll Cas- the hole casper's the best friend <laughs> yeah. coming up through with fire because he thought it was dramatic and i said it was the devil i mean it's an entrance sure but it's yeah, just an much. interpretation though I just picture this like portal opening up in Christian's room. He's like, nah, it's my head. It's cool. I just rolled over. I'm like, I'm tired. Goes to sleep, gets yeah. a full night of it, rest. No, and I feel like it's every other week or whatever, even on this podcast, you'll be mentioning something. I'll be like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> you saw some, what? He's like, yeah, but it was just my brain. You know how it does. Like, Those tricks it plays. <laughs> I just want pictures. That's all I want. Yeah, well, why don't stuff. you well, carry your camera around? Okay? Uh, willing a man to have one. Okay, so. yeah, that one, yeah. that one. There you go. But ghosts that make more sense you. than anything else out there. Like he's already yeah. come, he's already backpedaling. Yeah. Okay, but, but ghost, ghost, it could just be energy left, yeah. you know, an imprint in time from a few the person. Weeks ago, you said, but you. it makes makes more sense. Yeah. Ghost makes sense, and it's easy. It seems like it would be easier to prove on some level, especially yeah. when they're tied in and like with property, like they don't want to go. Like that yeah. was his home. Yeah. You know, that is the weird part. Yeah, like they tie themselves, won't let go. I know one thing, like when he, whenever he passed away, I left a picture of us in his casket with him. Mm. So I stuffed it down in his pocket. So I thought, about, you know, maybe that was his way of leaving his last picture with us. Yeah. Like, Interesting connection. Yeah. If you believe in that kind of thing. Which, I do 100%. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And all the stories I've heard about him, he was really great guys. But these two are pretty great friends. So. I agree, and I've known you guys for about 45 minutes. I told them. I was like, I have two of the coolest people you'll ever meet. Like, so fun to talk to. Like, They've seen demons. They've seen ghosts. (laughs) They were all like the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. He's like, no. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. It was a ghost. It was you. She's a witch, by the way. Just so you know. If you ever need a witch on your... Uh, uh, We do, actually. Are you you being serious? No, yeah, she thinks she is. She... Um, listen, all my kids are all born in different elements. So there's four of us, and we're all like, you know, Will is Will and Elise are both our air sons, but we all represent a different element. You can't tell me that's not powerful. There you go. Yeah, the out. Smiths are a force <laughs> to be reckoned with. So yeah, no. we, we can tell where you guys are going to be frequent guests. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring you on. Be like, this is the story. Okay, okay. we're here. Okay. The only time we get listeners when we got Will and Amanda coming on. No, we'll just sometimes we'll be like, you know what? We're not going to really have a subject. Just come on. We're going to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And then we can all an open discussion. Yes. I think that's what I'm best at. <laughs> yeah, and we we gotta we can talk which stuff. Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, you just had an interview with someone that is a a thelemite. Thelemite. I don't know if you've heard of that. Just stab a little, like he throws me out there now. Like I'm like this. I think I'm this powerful thing, but I don't. Like I just. Like, we got tarot like cards. We got crystals. Yeah. See, I can't. I can't go anywhere near tarot cards or Ouija boards. Yeah, that's that's like, the one thing. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I always anything. offer like they won't. Let's go uh-huh. ghost hunting. I'm like, okay, I'll bring the Ouija board. Yeah, both and of those two. He has tarot cards no. too. Yeah. I would, I, I, I would love to do that. No one will do it with me. We should bring Amanda over to that Edwin house. Yes. Yeah. See, with the Ouija board, but with no, minus the Ouija board, Ouija you guys board. can. We'll we'll bring you a thing of salt, and you, you and can Amanda can hang with the Ouija board, and we're yeah, gonna be out. You guys can put a circle of salt around you and just watch the Ouija. We'll, board. We'll stuff. check different rooms. Okay. We'll, with our we'll, phones we'll, on, right? With our, when we have our salts. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll turn into Ghost Adventures on the TV, and everyone will be like, "This is just as cheesy as the TV show." No. Well, we won't. We'll make it entertaining. We'll try. We'll do something. Just watching you guys be afraid of a of a of everything? Ouija board would be entertaining. Yeah, I told you I scared myself with my reflection the other day, so anything's possible. It doesn't take much to get me to scream. 
we went one time and there's this um we were me and my friend josh we were putting in a septic tank with my dad mm. out in the country and um we were right down the road from um this famous graveyard it's like a haunted graveyard yeah. um grant sir harrison or something like that graveyard mm. and um the big story was he was like rich or something and he liked to play his fiddle and um a bunch of people broke into his coffin or something like that and his headstone is all busted up and everything now yeah. but um they say if you go out there at a certain time you can hear him playing the fiddle yeah. that's what they say me and my friend went out there we was like well, let's go look not to like go on like a ghost hunt or anything but yeah. we knew that was what the place was and we were just right up the road from it so let's just swing by there and look and then we look at other stuff we were looking at like there's some confederate soldiers and stuff that are buried out there and yeah. we was like, oh you know that's cool that's pretty old and stuff like that and um we were the only ones out there and then we were on the opposite side of the graveyard from our truck and then just out of nowhere man you're in the middle of the woods in alabama so it's yeah. not like you're next to a town or anything you're way out we just started hearing music play like in the distance just like old church music is what it sounded like it wasn't yeah. a fiddle it wasn't like yeah. one but it was just like and i just sat there for a second i looked over at josh josh you hear that he said yep and we just booked it dude we booked <laughs> it back to the truck straight line yeah. and just left and i was like man that had to be somebody out there messing with us yeah. like but at the same time, I'm like, who sits in the middle of the summer <laughs> yeah, in Alabama just waiting. just waiting for somebody to come out there? But I don't know. John Cusack got lost. My mom, uh, my grandparents in Cooperland, and they owned the bed and breakfast that I talked about. And yeah. uh, every year they had a huge record player and would just blare Christmas music and the whole town could hear it. Like even across the Kenai River, you'd hear the music. And my grandparents are buried up there in Cooper Landing Cemetery up by Princess Lodge. And uh, one year my mom went over at Christmas and she told my dad, pushed out the house. She goes, when I leave, can you turn the music on? I want to hear it when I go over and see if I can hear it from my parents. Yeah. And my grandfather was, uh, you know, Catholic and he loved to sing. He sang for the Pope and we actually, uh, Ave Maria was always his song he sang. And my mom banger, got yeah. there and when she got there and hiked up and it's pretty a good ways up in the woods and she got there and she said, hi, dad, Ave Maria came on. And that was his like song he always sang yeah. across the river. So she's like, and she said she just felt like his presence. And so, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's my mom who's like a total skeptic, but like his just little nudge like, hey, I'm here mm. checking on you guys. But that's again, like my mom's story, not mine. So I don't know. I don't know enough about like how far sound can travel. Like I know it can travel a long distance, but. You said you're like way out in the middle. Like, I was in the middle of There's no, yeah, no way near anybody. Unless it was just some creep with like a boombox <laughs> yeah. Like I see those kids going in the woods. Yeah. Just- and that's what I thought. I mean, that's what I chalked it up to. Like maybe somebody was just messing with us. Like, mm. No, no. Yeah. yeah it I was mean, scary. If you reach back far enough, you can find a rational reason for everything. But sometimes you're reaching pretty far back. To be like, <laughs> yeah. I think what what it was was I think he ran first. So I just automatically yeah. ran. Yeah. And by the time we regrouped and got to the truck, it was like, <laughs> yeah. Was when, once you here. break, yeah, you're, everybody's breaking, and then you you'll <laughs> laugh nervously about yep. it later. But like for that split second, you're like, screw this crap. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I'm running from, but I know. Like, yeah. did they see something? Do, yeah. Oh, me and my friend were putting up a fence one day in the middle of nowhere, and we were drumming on like this post trying to beat the concrete down next to it to pack it down set the post 
all of a sudden, it was like a swarm of bees was right on top of us. That's all you heard was just buzzing. A, a piece of grass flicked and hit my leg, and I slapped it because I thought I was already bit. <laughs> and I just took off running. And my buddy, he took off running and jumped in the tractor, this big John Deere tractor. Well, I just took off running down the road, man. I was <laughs> halfway down the dirt road by the time I stopped. And we got looking around, and they were nothing. They weren't no bees nowhere. I don't know if it was a swarm of bees just come over the top of us or what it was. But as soon as that grass flicked my leg, we were gone. And I was like, why did you get in the tractor, man? He goes, dude, whatever it is, I can defeat it with this tractor. Oh, that's a pretty good idea. The, the slowest was, vehicle. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting out of here. It's your ancient DNA sending you a yeah. signal to be afraid of something. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, that wasn't really anything. Yeah. Somebody went for their tractor to protect them. So, yeah, you know, it scared the crap out of somebody. Oh, yeah. We still didn't. He was like, I, I didn't ever see a bee. He goes, what'd you slap? I was like, I don't know. I, I guess it was grass, man, because it didn't bite me. <laughs> yeah. When you're in that state, anything crawling on you is evil. Oh, yeah. It had our attention. We were, you know, in the, uh-oh, what's going on here kind of gear. <laughs> but you both heard the buzzing. Right? Oh, yeah. He was like, man, what was that? And I was like, dude, I thought we'd. Had like went down into a wasp nest that was in the ground, like a hornet yeah. nest or something. They were coming out to get us, but um, no, it was just like they must have just been migrating. <laughs> just passing swarm. Yeah, I've never seen that before in my life. Mm-hmm. That would be freaky. Just a Any- whole pile of bees without <laughs> you. Bees, hornets, the, wasps, the murder hornets, whatever. It is. Yeah, they're all creepy. I don't want anything to deal with any of those things. I know, yeah, when I saw them in the backyard at the old house, I sent you out. I was like, there's wasp nest over there, man. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to mess around. Bees. Was that the one that was in the barbecue? Yeah, I think it was. You said you found an entire thing. Oh, oh, yeah. The whole barbecue. It was like a barbecue or a smoker in the backyard. It was some hornets that got into. And <laughs> oh, before yeah. anybody, before Scott realized they were like in there for a long time, I had to, that was quite the task to get rid of those without getting stung. Yeah. And I stepped on a underground nest when I was a kid and it was, very traumatic. I can like imagine. I was eight years old. I thought like my cousin. We were in the woods just picking raspberries, and I thought she hit me with a stick because we were just like swinging sticks around, like weed whacking. And so I went to my aunt crying. I'm like, she hit me with a stick. And then like my aunt just all of a sudden like gets this broom and starts hitting me. I guess like all these bees were coming out of Ooh. my clothes. Oh, God, and so no. she's like taking my clothes off. I'm so confused and crying. I'm getting smacked with the broom. <laughs> what did I do? In the process, <laughs> one got stuck in my ear. So I could hear it really loud. My mom was trying to get it out and like it kept buzzing and stinging in my ear. And so that night, like I had nightmares for a couple of weeks. Like every time a car would go by and because we were right there on the Seward Highway and you hear like that kind of noise, like the car yeah. going by, I would wake up thinking it was bees because of like the one stuck in my ear. And no. Yeah. As a parent now, I'm trying not to give my kids irrational fears of like bees when they're around, but I'm very on edge. Like, oh, because I don't know why they'd have a thing against me. Like, Same. I'll go to Georgia. I got stung three times on vacation. They just know. They're like. They don't like "Mm." me. She just told us this story. We're all going to have bad dreams about bees or hornets tonight. Like I've had a fly like go close to my ear and just that loud buzz alone. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I can't imagine a bee in there. Well, it stung me like three times. It (sighs) jumped right in my ear. (laughs) You talk about coming up out of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I had a wasp fly through my mouth when I was riding a bike one time. I could feel it, like, touch my lips as it went <laughs> through. <laughs> and then afterwards, I realized how bad that could have been, and yeah, I panicked I a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it just shut my mouth. I would have been in a lot of pain. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. We got off topic a lot here, but I kind of love it. It's 
It's good. It's, we're people. Well, we're we came beings. in with sleep paralysis. And we I know. We a lot of other stuff about Will that I've never even heard. So. I know. This is turning into like... Quite the paranormal this, Has anything studio. else crazy happened in your life that you think is completely normal? I say no, but as soon as you say that, I'll remember something else. But paranormal? Or just anything that was out, outside the norm in general, like that you could probably rationalize, but fringe. I would instantly think is demons. I saw a demon one time. Okay. Well, yeah, keep it coming. I mean, I was like, oh, <laughs> I... I was um, pretty sure I was in a self-induced psychosis at the, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, dude, I was at my granny's. And um, there was this fucking, looked like a gargoyle that was clear, like see-through almost, crawling down the wall at me. And I'm just looking out the door. And then it come right as close to like me as my hand here. And I could see his eye blinking at me. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the whole time it's just thinking, I can see I can see you, demon. Yeah. Did you say anything biblical? Like, no, throw out? Like, I, knew, I Because I, I knew I was pretty jacked up at the point. <laughs> so I was like, this is cool. Part of them's like freaked out, and the other part's like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, this shouldn't be happening, but we'll go mm-hmm. with it. No, the, the clear aspect of that, like, kind of like the predator monster. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, where it's just like a, yeah. Blog. That's kind of interesting. What if you weren't, like, as into it as you could have been? And if, like, I mean, because you've seen a few things, right? We talked about maybe dimensional. You see that type of stuff. What if when it's kind of like camouflaged or cloaked like that, yeah. that you're just not far enough into that realm or whatever to fully grasp what it is, like physically? Or it's just cloaked, which is even creepier, I think. But yeah. no, that's interesting. Could be actually on his hunt, and you're just not on the list, but he's looking over you at the guy next to you, and he's like, he's going out tonight. And you just kind of saw the glimmer of his arm or his camouflaged, and that's all you realize, but... The whole cycle of the predator coming to the earth and taking trophies just happened and you just saw it, but didn't see it. Spooky. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like, let's see if I'm going to get a reaction. Yep. Me, I'd have been like, fuck. Yeah. I'd just been yelling out every phrase I could, like, renounce Satan, throw yeah. a toe in. Like, well, that's the, that's the thing. Get my like, cross, my holy water. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, I'm the same way. Like I, and I'm supposed to be like masculine and like, no, I got this. It's no problem. Uh, most of the time it's like, oh shit, no, please don't hurt me. But there was a time like even recently last year, I think we were laying in bed and I was facing the wall and China was behind me sleeping and I hear something say, is that them? And like, I'm, I like, I open my eyes and I'm looking at the wall. I'm like, is that them? And I turn around and like next to the bed, this shadow kind of appears like a silhouette of like a tall thing just standing there's a tall humanoid and it kind of leans down and starts pointing towards like my wife's head and as soon as it gets close enough to touch it i'm sitting there like staring like what the fuck is happening and i, I mean i'm sure telling her that story she thinks i should have jumped up and punched it or something but <laughs> in the moment i was like mm, let's see how this plays out yeah and as soon as it got close to her head it just kind of like dissipated but i tell people it dissipated in, in the way that if you were to light a piece of paper on fire, like how it's sporadic and kind of like, it's not just like a fade, you know, yeah. like that's how it disappeared. But the fact that before I even turned around, I heard it say, is that them? Like it was talking to someone and leaning down and like, it was about to touch her forehead or something like that. It just freaked me out. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Sounds like sleep paralysis in a way to me. I know, but see, I can't ever call something paralysis if I'm, you know, dancing around or moving up or, you know, like hallucination, maybe. But, but sometimes I, the par- the sleep paralysis starts off as sleep paralysis but as you start being able to wake yourself up yeah then it's part of the dream doesn't it's like as you're waking up you're you're able to feel yourself waking up 
Yeah. No? Uh, can I see the shadow? No, I am not nowhere near asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to look like my eyes are closed so they don't come at me. I'm like... Ah, I used to do that when I was a kid. Like, I see you. <laughs> I'm not here. You know, like, I'm not awake, yeah. I'm asleep, and you know, I open my eyes and it's still there, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, know how you sleep at night. I'd be terrified. Do you ever just think that they're over there like, check out what we're going to do to this one now? Just stare at her. I think that... Just stare at her a little longer. (laughs) Just messing with it. It's like a passing, another like dimension of our own kind of, um, like past lives, like just overlapping is what I kind of think Like playing out in the same, yeah. Yeah. When you see those moments or, or see those things and then like some of the energy just can... Are some of us more in tune to the energy, and you can just pick up on it easier? Right. Yeah, you're definitely coming on to talk about this. And have you ever heard in a, it's on the way to Talkeetna, there's that witch wood. Have you ever heard of there and drove up there? They have a witch store. It's like this witch yeah, wood, and like that. I guess the lady there, she's like a witch and has all the crystals and everything. I've heard it's a really cool shop, and I've wanted to take a drive out there, so maybe we'll have to go have a girl's drive. And- we want to hear about it on the show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's when we'll have a man to come back on. And then. Yeah, we we're, Scott had had us. Uh, he brought up a guy named Jack Parsons, and I ended up looking into it and getting way into it. And he was an occultist back in the '30s that helped our rocketry. So we did an interview with somebody that can talk to us about that a little bit. So it's that should be we're it should be a fun little like way of looking at yeah. some of the stuff this guy did back in the '30s that. Some people would later say he was a devil worshiper, yeah. but he was just an occultist and hung out with like, or corresponded with Aleister Crowley and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a good story yeah. that just, that we're able to kind of look at differently. And I guess some people would call it witchcraft, but. Well, I mean, that's technically what it is, right? Like, I mean, the term for doing that type of stuff is called witchcraft, correct? Or are you just saying it's occultism or. New I, age or I always uh, like to, I think it's more cultic than witchcraft cultic. is what I like because like occultic is a lot of different things yeah from ancient you know to now yeah true no I would I would absolutely love like if you came in and talked about like shadow people again because I want to do an episode on the hat man and we've already done a shadow person episode so if we do a hat man episode and you come on and just like even talk about your shadow people experiences and stuff and what you think what do you call the hat man? What is that? He's a shadow person with the hat, from what I understand. It's like a fedora. Like Abe Lincoln hat? Well, I've, I've seen people have seen yeah. top hat, and they've seen a fedora. Those are the two most common. Yeah, and they feel scary as shit when you see them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it makes have sense. Have you seen that, Amanda? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it makes perfect. sense because if it's like an old mythical fear we have, we would see the hats that used to be worn. Yeah. And both of those type of hats would probably come from like some of the basic fears from back in the day scary i think of the peanut guy like um, if he's a shadow you would think he was <laughs> scary, peanut yeah. guy. he's just a happy little peanut anything with a sh- anything shadowy wearing a hat is scary i would think yeah not that i've seen him but it just yeah, i get different feelings from different things that i see and the the top hat guy i when I saw him i was just like oh shit not today i don't want to deal with that that's like <laughs> that, evil i can just feel it and then I saw a, a shadow kid. Like, I've seen kid ghosts. Like, and I've had kid, I hear kid ghosts, but I actually saw a shadow child. 
and it was the most menacing thing I've ever felt in my life mm. when I saw it. Like I have one of those. It was yeah. like absolutely <laughs> fucking terrifying. Like I, and it's it's scary. Yeah, some things I don't think are meant to be in this world or aren't right. And that sounds like that kind of reaction is one of those things. Yeah. And that's where you're know, like, uh, maybe you're wrong. You're like, never mind. I'm just going <laughs> to, if you had that kind of reaction, I'm trusting you on that one. Let's stay away from that. Yeah. Little, whatever it is. It's like the most scary feeling I've ever, like, I've had a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of shit. But when I saw that kid, I was just like, yeah. pure evil. Well, if it's just anyone coming up with these stories, but like, I said, these are people I know really well. And like, I know Amanda's very smart, a very logical person. And <laughs> I don't think she's just making this stuff up when I hear like them talk about these things. Like same with like little stories. Like I just, who goes out of their mind and time, like just to make something sound weird. Like no one wants to get called weird, <laughs> you know, cuckoo uh, over here. But I just don't, to, you know, I can't make that up. No, I love it. I love the idea of bringing people on and talking about this stuff. Man. Like this might be the first time that Christian has actually had like a rally partner in belief system as far as what it could be. Because most of the time it's just just me throwing haymakers <laughs> like, no, it's ghosts, it's demons, it's this. Yeah. And he's just like, it's your brain, I think. But so this is the first time that someone's actually kind of been on his side. Like, I think it's kind of more natural, you know, like these things that, that you see. But then at the same time, you have UFO sightings, you have all this other stuff. So maybe a sleep paralysis different natural you know perspective but ufos a little different you know yeah maybe the problem is all this stuff's going on around us but we're too busy with our own little worlds and our own little loops we're missing yep. everything that's and every once in a while we pay attention yeah but not enough that stuff's always there stuff that we can't explain but it's always around us because it seems like every once in a while we pay attention and it's still there yeah something crazy is going on around you that you just ignore yep. I love it. or in heather's case her they replaced her, so she doesn't remember any yeah. of this. Yeah, way to go, fake Heather. <laughs> way to infiltrate. <laughs> what do you what think you about the um? Oh, man, is really good. Hmm? Get oh. into this one. The um, simulation theory. I think a lot about that. Do you? And it it usually ends with me being on the couch, like, what does any of this mean? <laughs> you know, like yeah. I I overthink it to the point where I just lose it. Where I, I try to piece too many things together. I'm like, is it real? Is it not? And I try to walk through a wall and it doesn't work and I'm, you know, embarrassed. But well, because the people that put together the simulation have established rules yeah, by now. Yeah. It's like a video game. Yeah. If yeah. early on you could probably walk through the walls. That's probably where some of our old stories come from. But then as they got better with the simulation, they're like, these little things need rules. Because yeah. then they become AI and they take over everything. So they gave us walls yeah. and jobs, but they're not real. I find it so confusing. You seriously, yeah. Simulation theory episode of the date is my worst one. I just yeah, we just we did confused. an episode of that. And yeah, but here's it the left thing. me like just sitting here blinking. Like they're like, Heather, are you okay? You got it?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm so just, confused right now. Yeah. Like my brain hurts. I'm trying to understand this. I'd never heard about it. Like put much thought into it. So so we're gonna do a part two. Is yeah, what we're saying. Okay. But also, like, I don't know, surprisingly enough, that's our most downloaded episode. Because it makes sense. It was the most popular episode yeah. we've done. I'm like, really? This yeah, one? I think it's always made sense to people yeah. that play video games. But now, <laughs> yeah. like, with, like, different types of entertainment, anime, and different people are starting to see the world a little differently. And yeah. it, it makes more sense that it could all be simulated. 
Well, what makes me think about it too is like, okay, the Oculus that they just came out with. How yes. crazy that virtual reality is. We're already, we are idiots inside a video game yeah. making <laughs> us inside another video You're game. Right. Yeah. I, we have one in there if you want to play around with it. I literally, I made Christian do it last weekend. I was like, Star Wars, lightsaber fights, go. Yeah. Like, that shit cool. is insane. Yeah, it's like <laughs> whoever made made the simulation for us, like, they just became self-aware. They made their own simulation. <laughs> we need them in another one. Yeah. Get the boss. This is a new new step. Uh, alert, alert, alert. It's about to crash. Yeah. And what's all this other stuff going on around them? It's like they're going to blow each other up all of a sudden. Oh, Get them all on Oculus. <laughs> yeah. Distract them for a little bit. Yeah, if you let me lightsaber fight stuff, the end, I'm in. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's I all you need to say. Get along with anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> keep, these, keep these humans calm. They're going the wrong way. Yeah. What they should do is make work virtual reality where you get in a fake car, you put the goggles on, get in a fake car, drive to work. And then jobs are just hosted on this cloud that is in virtual reality. Well, since we're in a simulation, it's already that way. Mm. We're not actually going to work. We're, See, we're stuck is, in our pod thinking yeah. we're going to work, yep. producing energy. We're See, a little yeah. ball yeah. of goo somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Floating around like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. It sounds logical. Enough. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves is a very he common subject. He's somehow yeah. being brought up in there, like every episode. Because he's a yeah. he's a yeah he's yeah. epic. I yeah. I love me some Keanu Reeves. Yeah. You know, one of the only nice guys in Hollywood, like mm-hmm. yeah. proven over and over again. His story yeah. gets me every time. Like, yeah. huh. plays hockey. I know. Yeah, that alone. Welcome, yeah, you're goalie. Welcome. I've actually had friends that play with him, and they're like, he's just like any other guy. He just shows up to the game, plays, talks a little bit, and leaves, and no, just like everybody else on the team. Huh. Yeah. Been in the Matrix. John Wick. John yeah. Wick is an incredible The original series, Point Break. Yeah. yeah. So thanks again, yeah. Keanu. Well, thanks for being <laughs> our uh, first on guest, Will. Yeah. First time I met this guy, he actually smacked a moose in the butt. <laughs> he what? Just, that was, yeah. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> close. This is what our, our uh, great military men yeah. were up to. Right in front of the Boniface Gate, too. Yeah. Like, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you actually make contact? No, like, I was close though. Yeah, I, I chickened out at last minute. I'm glad I did because I can kick sideways. I didn't know that <laughs> when I first got here, and I was well within distance sideways from. We're it. all like at the window watching Will out back. Like he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's like hopping up on the fence, and man is over there like taking care of the baby. We're like, look at your husband. She's like, yeah, <laughs> she's <just> Will. <laughs> So is there is there any other crazy stories that you'd like to share with my mom and about six other people? <laughs> I mean, I don't have any other supernatural or sleep paralysis yeah. stories. It's well, if, if anything else happens, please feel free to contact Heather and share that information. Yeah, well, well, I think we're yeah. already going to have also Amanda come back. Yeah, so. absolutely. Got to rope her in. We want to get as many locals to come on and talk about crazy stuff as we can. And we just launched a website, uh, thefreakydeaky.com. I'm going to get probably a lot of weird emails from people. Yeah. It seems to be a sexual fetish as well. Uh, (laughs) We already got our first Instagram write-in. Yeah. uh, Someone wrote in and was like, I'm I'm into work. Kinky stuff? Yeah, I'm into kinky sex stuff. And I was like, cool, we talk about ghosts and shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
if that is that kinky enough yeah. Yeah. i don't know so so yeah like any anyone that's local that may be listening to this write in at the gang at the didn't you get an email from a local that listened to us recently yes was it your one of your coworkers? didn't gregory end up emailing you yes gregory welcome back <laughs> i hope you're still tuning in i'll know if you're not let me know reach out this is your boy scott and yeah that's about it, I think, right? Like we're pretty much wrapped up. Anything crazy happens, we want to hear about it yeah. for real. Now we're gonna have Amanda back on to talk about some Catman, Shadow People, other. Did you say lore. crazy or real? So if it's real, no, I don't think I did. Is that yeah, how I worded it? Yeah, that's exactly. Well, guess what? See, he just when admitted. it's crazy, yeah. if real. it's crazy, it's not real. No, check this out. I'm the guy that edits, and I'm gonna restate that sentence and then just plug it in. Yeah. Only exclusively crazy things, if you witness that. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely real as well. well. When we love it, he puts leaves us in it. Yeah, when we but mess up. I try to make myself sound really smart and then just sound hilarious. Yeah. Heather laugh about <laughs> blowbirds or just forget what I'm saying in the middle of a... That was too good to leave out because it was literally... Um, I just, I had the thought and then it's just like poof, like out of my head. Just, I, I don't know why. I don't remember this. Did we make fun of you? That's... Yeah. Scott was like, I can read the story for you if you need He's to. Like, you doing yourself. all right? <laughs> but no, like huge shout out, Will. Thank you, yeah, Amanda. No Thank you guys for coming down. We will have Anytime. you back for sure. This is it's an awesome first uh first guest for the podcast. Yeah. No better person to bring it on in. I know, and the fact that it's done in studio makes it so much easier and better quality than having like a phone conversation or something. So I feel ultra nerdy and dope about that. So yeah. first yeah. guest and it's in a studio. So yeah. kind pretty of. good. It's getting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that has uh, been part two of, of sleep paralysis and apparently much more. So thanks for listening, yeah. mom. The end. Kind of yeah. painless, huh? Yeah. yeah. I, I never know how to end these things. Yeah. This is 16 in a row. I've said the end. We're like, bye. Sometimes he says, yeah. Freaky deaky. something.